welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi girls. Hello. Hello. All right. How's your week been, girls? Good. Oh, good. I had my brother's wedding a few days ago now. Oh, it was so lovely. It was, it was absolutely so beautiful. They looked stunning. Venue was stunning. The vibe, you know, the vibe was just really nice. Just filled with love. Yeah, it was, you know? wasn't it? And, and it wasn't like nobody was too out of hand in the sense, you know, like they can get very messy weddings. I've yeah. been to some very messy weddings. Don't get me wrong. I definitely had had one too many, but it was a very joyful one too many and went to bed at a decent time. Yeah, that's exactly it. The only thing when I think of as messy, which has fucking cracked me up, is someone went over to my brother and said, oh, you know, yeah, I was chatting to your Uncle Albert. And my brother was like, I don't have an Uncle Albert. One of my uncles had had a fair few drinks and started telling people his name was Albert, so he could be Uncle Albert. I love that. Cracking up, my brother was like, Who? Yeah, your uncle Albert. I was chatting to him about, and then we're like, Oh, it's Jim, it's Jimmy, that's who it is. Jimmy's pulling a fast one, Jimmy's pulling a fast one. Jimmy lost his phone for like an hour, and actually, his wife had his phone the whole time, so yeah, it was very amusing. That it was an amazing wedding. I had, I don't know about them, but I had the best day of my life, so you know, that's all that matters. No joking, they had an amazing day. It was so lovely. And now I'm excited for my own because, as you know, I'm a bit like, mm, can't really be asked. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, I want that day. I want to be, well, just another excuse to be surrounded by friends and family. It was yeah. so lovely. And you know what? I had such FOMO. Oh, no. Anyway, and then when you were sending the pictures through, I was like, oh, That's why I didn't send them God. straight away because I was you like, see, he's is the great. queen of FOMO, so <laughs> I don't want to send this live. I know. You know what? They're in spirits. If were. I could have been there, I would have been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about you? How was your week, Steve? I had a good week. I went to a bottomless brunch. Oh, oh, oh my girls. God, yes. The Coyote Ugly Bottomless <gasps> Brunch. How yes. was it? Do you know what? It was really, really good fun. Oh, it was yeah. really good fun. It wasn't... I thought it was going to be quite forceful in making mm. you get on the stage and a bit embarrassing. But do you know what? Everyone was doing their own thing. And then yeah. you just got up if you wanted to get up and if you didn't want to get up, you didn't get up. Yeah. And it was really, really, really good fun. And then like obviously I got up. I had the shortest black dress on. <sighs> but I put shorts on underneath. Clever. So it was all good. But it's really odd because you'll be like what I thought was I thought I was dancing, but I was probably just jumping up and down. And then like it's still a live bar, so like they tap your legs and like just pass drinks through your legs. Oh my no, God. yeah, yeah, it's really odd. And then uh, coincidentally, Coyote Ugly was on TV on Sunday. Oh, I so love I then that. watched that. Oh, yeah. oh it's meant to be exactly. Yes, that was good. Oh, All good. I love Girls, disclaimer: that. I've never watched Coyote Ugly. Neither have I. Neither. Neither have I. I've never watched it. No. I know, I only know it because of the Leanne Rhymes song, Can't Fight yes. the Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I know about Curry Ugly. Do you know what? I wouldn't... Oh, see, because I watched it again on Sunday, yeah. and I probably haven't seen it for about a decade before that. Don't get me wrong, it was amazing at the time, 
it's just a cheesy film. Yeah. It's a good, easy watch. Aren't they all, though? When you think yeah. back to, like, the old American films that we were watching in, like, the early 2000s, She's all they're that. all the same. Yeah. yeah. They are all Ten the reasons same. Are, no, ten, ten things ten I reasons hate. I love that film, oh, That's though. a great I film. I love Ledger. that film. Oh, no. What about the She's the Man one? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Amanda. Yes. What was the name? Amanda, Amanda Beans? 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 Something like that. Yeah, that was great. There's a new series out that's got... One of the Olsen twins in it, and I was like, "Oh, oh they've got like what have they been doing these days?" They're like, I'm not sure. One's not married to like this tycoon that I think is double her age, oh. and I'm not sure what the other one's up to. But that girl, do you remember all the stuff we used to watch, like a Lizzie McGuire movie, oh Sabrina, all the movies yeah. that Jesus King. Do you remember S Club Seven? Do you remember the film, the the series? Yes, they yeah. went to LA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So when you first said that, I was thinking, of course we remember. We're, We're going next see month. Them. Of course, we are. No, we? I don't think I remember the series actually. Oh my god, I loved it. it I used to watch brilliant. the series. Oh my god, it was so good. There were yeah. so many good shows. I mean, obviously we loved them. But... The thing is, though, I just don't watch TV now. People say no, to I me, don't watch TV, no. like, what are you like? Oh, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And I think, nope, nope, nope. Oh, I'm, I'm rewatching good. series because I don't really want to have to listen to it. Yeah, I'm oh, on yeah. episode three of Top Boy, girls. I'm a little disappointed. Mm. I'm a little disappointed. I'm hoping that it gets more. I, I don't know. It just, um, I don't know. Something's missing. Yeah, something's missing. I'm not a hundred percent sold on it, and it's the last series as well. So I'm hoping that it finishes with a bit of a bang, which I'm sure it will. Well, when I was getting my nails done, the lady doing it was discussing it with someone else, and the other woman was like, "I'm disappointed in it," and she was like, "No, it's still good, but it's rushed." And yeah. then my cousin at the wedding was like, "Oh, you should watch it," and and she was like, "Yeah, everyone's slagging it off. But it's still good, but it's rushed." So apparently, yeah. it's like that's oh. the thing. With it. Yeah, yeah. Rushed. I was listening to a podcast actually with um, Ashley Waters. And or who's like you know writer producer yeah. actor phenomenon, uh, yeah. Anyway, he was he was talking about it and he was saying that there you know there's like ten executive producers now. Do you know yeah. Drake being one of them? But he's like what? there's Man. ten people. Well, when when Channel Four didn't re uh, renew to, to for the next season when they had like that, I think they had a change of um, I don't know who it was producer what head producer blah blah blah. Um, yeah, he just said that, it, you know, it, they needed, they, you know, so they had Drake jumped on board and there was other executive producers that jumped on board because they believed in the show, which, which was great. And then they got a couple of good That's series funny. out of it. But he said, there's a few things in there that they really had to like fight for and fight against because mm. you're now answering to like several big cats yeah, and everybody's yeah. got a slice of the cake. Yeah. Can I just ask, what does an executive producer do they, well, this is the thing like what is drake doing there yeah. sorry honestly not much because i've never worked on films but this was a series but when i worked in tv all of the execs like how do i say this they do oversee everything but actually they don't do a hell of a lot of the bulk of the work right. it just has to be run by them so it will be like the series producers or the senior producers and then the producers then the assistant producers all of these people underneath mm. that would really be getting get together and doing it but the execs would have the sign off on everything yeah right. but yeah. i think like you know for example on the kardashians all of them are exec producers what that probably means is that they just have a final say before it goes out yeah. as opposed to them 
actively producing. So yeah. we're yeah. exec yeah. producers of this podcast. Absolutely. And we're producers and we're sound editors. CEOs. <laughs> and we're researchers. Coos. Yeah, Coos. <laughs> CEOs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are the runners. We are the, whole, we are the runners. Well, I'm yeah. the caterer over here because I'm just ordering the Nando's. You are. <laughs> Steve has also been like sat watching the thing of when it's going to arrive for the last few minutes as well. Oh, God. Oh, Thank yeah, God you gave are. me uh, a donut because otherwise I'd be losing my Kept mind. Kept you going over a bit, it. Yeah. yeah. I am alright, but I am starving waiting for this Nando's. I know. I'm, I'm ready and waiting. My soul is tired waiting for this Nando's black card. <laughs> oh, the oh, black card. Yes. Honestly, is that still how a many thing? more times? I don't know. Maybe they've made a little secret club. Much less people talk about it now, don't they? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when like JLS had a black card. The Saturdays, what? What are you doing? No, no, say? carry on the conversation. Okay. I, right. TikTok is my new favourite thing. Love this. Stumbled across example. Yeah, I remember with, with and Ed, Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Oh my god! Freestyling about Nando's chicken yeah. and the black card, and it was just as brilliant now as it was back then. Oh, I remember that I video. Remember. It was brilliant. Yeah. Pure talent. Well, Nando's, if you're listening, still patiently waiting. Yeah for said black card send more sources when you send your deliveries because jade gets very stressed every time i do i do somebody that's working with us at the pub now um really lovely guy used to work for nando's for seven years i found out oh i am after all of the goss yeah i will i will fill you in have you got any like behind the scenes gossip though has he not told you any already well he said it's all cooked fresh like par cooked fresh the chicken and then frozen immediately. Right. Oh. So that's the first bit of goss. Listen, if anyone who's listening works for Nando's or knows that that's not true, or if I've altered that... Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) There's a lot of allegedly things going on at the minute. Well, girls, you couldn't be more on topic because I have pulled out a dilemma from the email inboxes. Inboxes, there's not many. From the email inbox... And it is so on topic with what's happening here. We've just had to do it this week. So, yes, alleged alleged accusations left, right and centre. But that is going to be the theme of our podcast today. I've entitled it, Is My Partner Secretly Sexist? Oh, well, that is on. not a question you want to be asking. No. Absolutely not. No, it isn't. You know what time it is. Stevie's Word of the Week. This week's Word of the Week is not so much a Word of the Week. It's more, do you know why we say something? Lovely. Lovely how they get changed up like this. Let's just do it. So, do you know why you say break a leg to an aspiring actor? Over to you, Jade. I should know this. I feel like I have been told this before, but I don't remember why. I've definitely been told it, but I've obviously not remembered it. Break a leg is, um, it was something to do, I can't remember if it's either something to do with, this is terrible, I should really know this. I can't remember if it's something to do with an actor who broke their leg or broke something on stage. I can't remember. Actually, It's so simple that it makes perfect sense. Is it something like, because you'll want to be like on your knees getting a round of applause or something ridiculous. Not right. it's actually not ridiculous. You're along the right lines. Okay. 
would you, breaking what you a leg say? what would happen if you broke a leg that's where I was thinking like if you broke a leg you'd be on your knees so would you be bending down for something break a leg what would they do if you broke a leg they'd take you off stage <laughs> they'd call an ambulance <laughs> they would applause well they would applause <laughs> well I think people would be traumatised um what it get called off Oh, you would be in the cast. You'd be in the oh! cast! <laughs> because they want oh you to end God. up in a cast. Oh, wow. So you say break to people, break a leg before they go to their audition. Well, this is the thing. Because yeah, yeah, thing. This is a bit, yeah. It doesn't make sense if they're How? going on stage as part of the yeah. ah, I did not I fact check that, that either. So if it's wrong, I don't care because I love that. Oh, so I Jade's up to friends listening being like, what the fuck is she talking yeah, she's about? <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. I really like that one. Nice. You are welcome. This has been a bit difficult to write, so I'll try to be precise. I've been with my boyfriend for over three years. We are very much in love and I fancy him loads. We've lived together for just over two years and I feel we really are a perfect match. However, over the years, there have been things we disagree on, naturally so, but there's something that I keep coming back to. Sexism. Oh, God. I have, like many of us, have had to deal with misogynistic men always, whether they be at work, in my family, and also in relationships. Something that really attracted me to my partner was how open and non-judgmental he seemed. He respected me and my boundaries, and I thought I had cracked it, having to cut off a lot of toxic men in my life and have harsh words with people that I love, who made me feel less so just because I am a woman. With the current situation that is across media outlets in regards to a particular celebrity's behaviour and the accusations that have gone with it, I was shocked to hear him talking to his friend on the phone just a few days ago, pretty much slamming the women who have come forward. I was furious and when I approached him, he was defensive and used comments like innocent until proven guilty. This isn't the first time I've been taken aback by his choice to instantly side with a male's side of the story before all evidence is out and it has numbed me to my core. I now feel as if I don't know this man at all. Am I being dramatic in questioning my otherwise perfect relationship because of this? The innocent until proven guilty is such a weird phrase Mm. in that sense as well because I think it's just like it feels really dated. Yeah, and and for him to chuck that out as a that's not that's not a response to you asking him why he's slammed. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't really know where to start on this one. Do I think the allegations are disgusting and terrible? Yes. Do I think? There should have been a criminal case brought against a certain person, 100%. Is there not a criminal case being brought There is him? now. They've brought Now back. there is, right, but right. it's off the back of a right. TV show. Yeah. So, right, are we going to say who we're talking about? Yeah, Russell Brand. Mm, yeah, mm. right, so we're talking about Russell Brand. I can understand why those women didn't go forward, and, and I can understand why the women decided to do it on a TV programme as opposed to going to the police mm-hmm. because women don't get believed. Yeah. They mm-hmm. just don't get yeah. believed. Yep. I don't care what you do, what you say. It is not the innocent until proven guilty for women mm-hmm. when they are dragged yeah, through yeah, the courts. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if something like this happened to me, I can imagine standing and shouting it from the rooftops to put 
to make sure other women are aware of it, would I go to the police? I don't know. It's a gruelling process. I've, you know, I actually, I did watch the dispatches and, um, and, and some media, like journalists, since them, some videos have gone out. There's some really like cracking ones actually, in the sense of like they they put it on in layman's terms of like when a woman and I don't know because I don't have experience, but when a woman reports a assault, a rape, um, uh, you know, sexual abuse or whatever, they have to go they go through a process where they're basically examined and asked to go through with fine detail they're then questioned as in like how much evidence have they got can they stand up in court are they willing to cry in court are they like there's some really disturbing stuff that have been asked of women when they are being are uh, questioned um and reporting what's happened to them and the well, we know there's faults everywhere all over our policing system it's an absolute joke and it is not designed for women to come forward with such allegations or anybody i guess well more so women but um i guess coming back to the our listeners dilemma is it's really tricky especially if you've made sure that you know you've been really clear with people in your life friends family like you've said and you've you've kind of like cut off toxic people the one person that you actually don't want to hear like uh, what the issue here is is you can hear him having a conversation with his friend where he is slamming the women and he is saying innocent until proven guilty and the issue i think that we're looking at here is somebody that's quick to make uh make accusations or slam these women without a maybe himself being much informed or I don't know. I just it feels like it feels like someone's jumped straight. He as a male, he's jumped straight to defend the male, and I think this is what Russell Brand actually tried to do in in the image that he set up of himself since the Me Too movement. He must have known this was coming. He must have known this was coming for him because of his behaviour, because of all of the stuff that's happened, the accusations that have flown out, the you know the comedy, the stand up. The jokes, some of the jokes that he's put on girls. Mm. If you watch the dispatches, obviously it's a piece of television that was designed to do exactly that, to inform and to, you know, potentially dramatise, you know, but you just can't get away from some of the stuff that's on there. Listen, there's no smoke without fire. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% believe that. That much smoke as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think the problem here with this partner is that there's either two things. He either is um isn't sexist and he's just going along with his friend because he's being a weak man and that's what it is it's being weak it's you know his friend saying something and him just going along with it Mm. if it's that it's unattractive anyway Mm -hmm. or he does actually feel like that and that's a problem because not only that i think when people are sexist in that way and innocent until proven guilty i think a lot of the time it is, and I'm going to say, because it's this instance, a man's way of just throwing that out there because they can't be bothered to research it or look into it or see the actual facts behind it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm i sorry, but I think that if someone does believe that in the sense of, what did she say? Um, oh, like, innocent until proven guilty and was defensive. I think that's going to seep into other areas of life. Yeah. Like, when, you know, if what if you got attacked Obviously, he wouldn't be doing it then. But what if it was a friend? What if it was someone else? It's the degrees yeah. of separation, isn't yeah. it? When it's not directly linked to you. Yeah. And but the, do you know what frustrates me? Though I've definitely been in situations where people are like, "Oh, imagine it was your your cousin, your sister, your niece, your daughter." You know, and I just think, 
why do you need why do we need to explain yeah. that to somebody yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. need to put you in their shoes you should be able as an intelligent human yeah. being to pick up the facts or at least stay non-biased until yeah. you feel like you have a rounded yeah. that that you're very right really pisses me off when people and I, I can definitely be guilty of it in the sense of I've definitely jumped on something and been like oh that's bloody terrible before you know educating myself or at least reading up or knowing about the situation I think yeah. this is one of those circumstances where especially as a man his first instinct would have been to shut his mouth and listen with both ears yeah. and until he was had a bit more clarity in his own mind then to have jumped on it I guess like this was probably a private conversation that he was having with his friends so isn't something that he thought you were listening in that on. makes it worse that makes though. it I think that makes it worse I think that makes it worse because actually I mean he hasn't had a go or you haven't said anything about him saying well that was a private conversation blah 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 blah, blah. well but, actually there's mm. nothing about what he like, I don't think you've given us any examples of how he is to you. Mm. And I'm not saying... I, I sound like I'm taking his side. I'm not at all. But is he the type of guy who doesn't listen to your um, concerns? And if you get a bit emotional, we'll go to, oh, it's because your period's coming. Yeah. All that shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or I don't like, think he is. It's, is yeah. Like, is this just... You said he's always jumped to defend men. Yeah, that's the one. That's also... Yeah. In, that's interesting. So, like, this isn't the first time I've been taken aback by him. Yeah. Choice to instantly, instantly side with a male story. But then you know what bothers me as well. She's saying, "Am I being dramatic in questioning my otherwise perfect relationship because of this?" Well, I'm sorry, but it's not otherwise perfect because numerous times you've been taken aback by his actions, and I think, you know, obviously I'm massively um, building up a story that she's not said here, but that like convincing yourself that the relationship is otherwise perfect to me sort of all feeds into his like. Mm dismissiveness of mm. women and have you just been convinced that otherwise it's perfect because actually uh, there's just no way that someone that could jump to the defense of men mm. could really have your back that deeply and appreciate you as a woman mm, and yeah. and to the core be behind women there just isn't so mm. i don't know mm. first thing i would say is like have a little maybe get some space have a true think about it like is it really otherwise a perfect relationship mm. apart from this sector if it is then it's a lot more to think about but you know it's really easy to be like this would be enough for me and I would leave I just think that by itself maybe maybe it does feel enough maybe it doesn't I just think there's no for me there's no way that this wouldn't seep into the rest of his no, actions. No, I agree. And mm-hmm. also, no way. if you have got children, what does this now look like for them? What, does what messages that, yes. are you now portraying to them? Yeah. Like I just think if you're going to be with somebody, your morals and your views yeah. do have to marry up. Now, I'm mm. not saying you can't disagree because every every relationship you'll have disagreements and you'll have different opinions on things and I think that's healthy but your core values and your core morals have got to be aligned because otherwise you're going nowhere yeah Mm. and if you have a boy do you really want your boy having those growing up and learning that behavior from him and if you have a girl do you really want that girl growing up in an environment where it's another man who's a senior figure who doesn't support women Mm -hmm. so you know we and like we're very lucky like I never had that in my family home but growing up just in society I definitely saw that power struggle and you know what like the the Russell Brown thing kind of hits 
weirdly for me because I did work in TV and I I saw like the men in TV generally I'm not talking about the celebrities I'm talking about the execs the people higher up like there is such a power balance and when there was a part of the story was about um the runners saying like we were advised no females to work on the show how fucking mental it makes me so angry is that that the problem is a, a, an abusive man and your solution instead of getting rid of him is removing all the females around him so that he doesn't abuse anyone it's else it's crazy the it's fact crazy. that that goes on Nominal. and also this isn't like the Jimmy Savile era of no. tens and tens of years this ago. was the last decade this is in the last decade yeah. Yeah. What is this bollocks? But that, to me, really does sum up a lot of TV, even now. The women, like, you think, because there's been this turnaround that, like, you know, I have a lot of friends who are, are super high up now in TV, but there is always a man at the top. There is always a man that will be telling people to do, and there is always a man controlling what's going on. And I just, oh, I think it's so fucking disgusting. Oh, it's so I agree. I don't think it's um, specific to TV. No, no. Yeah. It's definitely not specific to TV. You look at companies and they've got all these quotas on equality, diversity, inclusion. You can have whatever you want. Show me where you are truly embracing and committing to that mm. policy or yeah. whatever you've got. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, from my side of it, in the sense of... I'm just thinking, like, of, uh, career-wise and... Uh, <laughs> career i'm just thinking of like the the acting industry and entertainment industry from my perspective like theater and and i you know you have the behind the scenes knowledge of of tv yeah. and and productions um and to be quite frank there have been some really dodgy casting rooms that i've been in really fucking dodgy casting rooms where i have been on my own going in with just men without much guidance low paid jobs um and just like auditioning in it you can tell as soon as you walk into a dodgy environment but even even outside of acting girls i remember working in a pub right not even a pub my first bar job my first bar job i went to spa school for four days monday to monday to thursday Graduate. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Went I love to that. Well, it was a particular company. I won't name them. It was a particular company that had a franchise of different bars around the Piccadilly Soho area. And what they'd done is they created a course so that they could churn out staff for all of these different places. Cocktail training. I mean, the training was really great. It was fun. It gave it me was, all the basics. Yeah. Done all these cocktails. You know, the, the school was great. Then they they decide where to put you based on where they need people, right? So they put me into this this place um, just off of Regent Street, and in Piccadilly it was. And you know, I'm just on the bar. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, a couple of weeks into it, and now I'm, you know, I'm doing really well. There's incentives and stuff, and then they started introducing things like. This is, uh, we're doing um, like dress up weeks. So they would do one week where it was like, <laughs> they'd done one week which was football week. And I was like, what What do you want me to wear for football oh week? No. Just a football shirt? They was like, if you could get some nice hot pants oh and no. Who uh, football shirt <sighs> and like maybe some long socks and stuff. Because we had a uniform which was black skirt, black tights, black pumps, and a white shirt. And then we'd have our barbell on. So then we'd have these Friday nights that were now. Themed. 
So I'm like going along, you know, I'm an actor. I'm like, yeah, I'm all here for this. Anyway. You love a bit of fancy dress. Jason Kick-Up's in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I, she, I would have resigned at that point. I'm not going to lie. Really? Well, oh, this is the stand fancy dress. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm, but I'm thinking, you know, this is my first bar job. I'm 18 girls. Like, I'm like, oh, sure. Great. No problem. Anyway, dress up. Then they started getting a bit more. Then it was like, it's Essex night. And I was like, what's Essex night? And they're like, well, you know, glitz, glam, shorts, tits out, all of this, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then it just, and then they would ask us to take plastic cups and go out onto the street. Now they know that we're dressed up. Go out onto the street, offer people plastic cups that have got the company uh, logo on the front, take it to the bar, they get a free pint. It's to get people yeah. in. But they're using us, young girls. And you know when it yeah. dawned on me, when it's absolutely freezing, I've got next to nothing on, I'm going, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I go in, I'm unhappy. And then asked to come in for a meeting. And as I go into the meeting... The manager of the bar is sat down. Oh, it's fucking makes me sick now. He's sat down and he's like, come, slaps his knees, like, come take a seat, Jade. I want to talk oh, about. Jade. I want to talk about a raise of your position and your money. No, 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 no. And girls, you know, like the alarm bells were ringing, but I froze. In f- I was like, oh, uh. It- Thinking just it's normal. exploit their position. Thought it was normal. Girls, I went and sat on this guy's lap. No. Because I was, like, when I talk, I'm talking. But what we're do talking you do a, in that what situation? You do, yeah. We're talking. Well, yeah. No idea. It's, yeah. it's It was a cupboard under the stairs. I'm saying office. It was a cupboard under the stairs. It was tiny. So before, she, like, be- between the space of closing the door and sitting on his lap, there was all but a half step. So, you know, anyway this is just one example of like several different things and it's just an exploitation of power yeah. but my god was this guy charming was this guy front of house you he thought was, he was your mate thought he was my mate you done know. you a favour last weekend because he let you have Saturday off absolutely and it's uh, sorry this is just a story that I'm just devilling at but I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is in hindsight looking back at all of the experiences I see I see where I was taken advantage of or where people were very good at manipulating or, you know, whatever, these, these disgusting people, you know, yeah. whether it's regardless of sex at the moment. But I the think for our listener well, as well, she's, she's even said, though, like, you know, she, you know, he wasn't judgmental. There was, you know, he, he respects your boundaries and it just comes down to your morals. Yeah. If you cannot, like you, like you said, if you can't morally see past the fact that actually the way that he's spoken is actually quite an alarming thing and potentially quite... Oh, well, it is. It's harmful. It's damaging. Yeah. You know, if if he wasn't, if he's talking, you know, these women, the families of these women that have come forward must be going through hell at the moment, watching their loved ones suffer through all of this manipulation and these conversations and this, oh, they're only doing it for money and they're doing it for this, and which is exactly what brands, you know, Russell Brand started. He's, he's set up this whole fucking network, mainly probably of men, but he's done this whole, I'm a Buddhist, um, I, I meditate all the time, I'm a family man, I'm all of this, that and the other. No, I'm sorry. You have been very clever. You yeah. have constructed this image of yourself since the moment that you know that your yeah. demise was inevitable. And these women are paying the price for it because, I mean, I hope that they're well protected. But coming back to the listener, how how big a deal is it? If it, what if the answer is yes, he is sexist. What's the what's the answer to yeah, your relationship? That's yeah. it, isn't it? Is that's it a deal what breaker? you have to come to. Yeah, is it a deal breaker? If he if he doesn't respect women the way that you think that you thought he did then you know what's the outcome for you because you're constantly going to be battling that if you're not aligned like and something small things will come up and 
you'll attribute it to that. And it will just be one of those things that you will keep coming back to, keep arguing about. Question on the Russell Brand thing, though. So, he has obviously got a lot of money. He's got a lot of big hotshot lawyers Mm. who would probably have absolutely buried this case with all the fucking fluffy language that he uses. Oh, he does, doesn't he? So, surely he's going to sue dispatches. Surely. Surely he will sue them because he's saying, I never had non-consensual relationships. Mm. Surely he, like, the way that people are saying these women should have gone to the police, surely he's going to sue them. So, in order for dispatches to have been able to have published that episode, they would have, with the help of lawyers and a law team, have gone through the evidence with a fine-tooth comb enough so to believe that the the, the evidence is damning enough for them to be able to put that TV programme together and to air it. And it's now said that the court, the the um, the professionals, the legal professionals that were on the Jimmy Savile case have now joined this case in order wow. to um, have a. So they must have, have been banged to write. I, was I say, think. Yeah. I think they do. I think the only way Brand can get out of this is by convincing enough people that it's a conspiracy theory, as he's already began doing oh, so five annoying. or six years ago. He started his um, journey to get him to this point now with as clean a image as possible. So but surely people see through that, because also, let's be honest, when he was his most famous, it's not how he is now. Nope. He no. was, he's not his most famous now. He was most famous when he was being accused of all of these things. If you'd have said to me before this, what's Russell Brown doing these days? I'd be like, I ain't got a fucking clue. I ain't yeah, heard from him in a long time. Well. But I think that this is the issue, isn't it? It's that we're coming to a point where we're constantly finding these people that are being outed for their disgusting behaviour or these allegations are coming out to people. However, in the height of their careers, when the when said allegations are happening, there is nothing that is towing people straight away and boom, outing them. I blame these production companies, these bosses that have got no morals that pick ratings of a show over literally people's lives it makes me so angry mm. i mean the bbc let's be honest oh, yeah. have oh done this yeah. this is like systemic now it's mm. completely yeah. ridiculous mm-hmm. when does it stop and also like when does when do they get punished for it because yeah. this is now who is responsible for this? this this is so true and uh, do you know i was actually thinking in the car today as well randomly but uh, they were talking about um you know there's having a debate as they do on lbc but the the guy was saying, you know, I always used to vote conservative, but it's been an absolute shambles. It's been one thing after the other, after the other, da, 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 and I thought, and what happens at the end of it, you know? The, let's say Labour win, Labour come in. All of those Tory MPs, all of the misconduct, the theft from public service money, all of that, me, it doesn't matter because there are no repercussions. Yeah. There are no repercussions for these people at the top. Because they've got the money, they've got the solicitors, they've yeah. got the lawyers, they will tie you up in knots. Like, yeah. there's yeah. nothing. I mean, and I think he was a demonstration, but do you remember Max Clifford, the agent, right? Yeah, they got do, yeah. absolutely like outed like never before i think they tried to make an example of him as in like oh send that one to prison he died in prison yeah a couple of years later he died in prison or you know whatever happened i don't know what happened but he died in prison but the stuff that came out about him and this was the shiny 
agent of he was an agent of, of all agents yeah. UK, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah like yeah. the famous agent no one really tends to know who an agent is but everyone no. knew who he was yeah because yeah, he was publicist agent all of the things wasn't he but it is it's just these massive cover-ups and you know I, I suppose that's what Russell Brand kind of always has been doing hasn't he he's been he's been you know he came away from mainstream he says as like he said he came away from the mainstream and, you know, was just doing it on YouTube and stuff like that and outing all of these conspiracy theories and blah, 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 blah. And there has been things that I've definitely listened to on his YouTube or, like, on clips that I've seen of him and I thought, oh, yeah, no, no yeah, I'll totally agree with you on that. I bet that's, you know... Mm. But it's this, it's this, let me give you with one hand, but I'll take with the other. It's yeah. just, it's all just this cover-up. But but where does it get to the point, right? I'm going back to the TV one because it's so obvious for me, like the example of the runners where... Like, how do you get to a point where, I've said this already, but where the bosses are not like, right, okay, this is fucking terrible. Scrap him, we go with someone else, because there is always another famous comedian that can take a place. There is always that. Scrap that, and we go again with something different. Like, where does it get to the point where someone is so powerful that it doesn't matter what things they do, Mm. they are invincible. See, I don't get that. How do you get so big that you can do what you want? Yeah. Well, But it needs to be a cultural change from within organisations and you need people standing up and you need people to be counted. And you need women at the top as well because you need to make sure that the people that are making these decisions at the very top are women. But also, they, you know, it goes further than that. It's, it's equality. You yeah. need yeah, equality. Yeah. You need equal yeah. representation. You exactly. need this cultural shift. Like, morally, like, how? How is... How? Yeah. The BBC apparently sent a car to pick up a 16-year-old for him. Why is nobody checking that? You cannot tell me. The driver yeah. didn't know. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but who's going to believe the driver over Russell Brand, who's on this big show, who's going to bring in all this yeah. money? Because the and also, they're probably yeah. too scared to speak. Yeah. Up. This is the thing, like, really annoys me. I mean, don't look at the Daily Mail and the comments. Oh, but when God, people yeah. are like, oh, you know, why wouldn't women do this? Because we are scared. Yeah. Because this whole, like, women speaking up for themselves is a new thing. You couldn't do that years ago. Like, Me Too was so big because women hadn't been able to speak their truth because they were, they just knew that men would find a way yeah. of belittling because the, the truth. system, yeah. all systems from fucking you know every system in the last god knows how many centuries has been put together by powerful men for powerful men it's not there to serve a purpose for women you know that's you know and that's what the whole and then you know bringing it back to to our listener you've got enough to fight against you You don't need someone at home you You need someone on your side you really don't do you know what the sad thing is though when you see all these awful russell brand well i'm saying awful because like i'm quite happy to say it i've never liked him i just I just don't Same, get it. Always been, a, don't, always yeah. been creepy. Yes. Always yeah, yeah, been yeah. Creepy. creepy. I've never even watched... I couldn't tell you if he's funny because I think I've only ever seen him on interviews. Couldn't stand him in Get Me To The Green yeah. and Forgetting Sarah yeah. Marshall. Yeah, me too. Just don't really... I don't get it. I don't yeah, warm same. to him. I just same. don't. That's, that is what it is. But then when you see clips of the way he speaks about women, now it sounds awful, but how devastating to think 
that was acceptable yeah. and normal yeah. and yeah. no one would have batted an eyelid. No, they didn't because he was, was a rebel. Funny. Yeah. It was comedy. Yeah. comedy. He, he was the... Well, that's what he hid under. He hid under a rebellious comedian, you know, that, oh, we don't know what he's going to say, he's going to upset a few people, but the viewers are loving it. Lapping people, up. People oh. are lapping it up. Yeah, absolutely. He was always the wild card and he fucking knew that. Yeah. He fucking and knew that. And he's incredibly intelligent. Oh, God, He's incredibly yeah. intel- intelligent. This is not an innocent guy going no. on a chat show just being himself not really knowing what he's saying he's so intelligent yeah, yeah he's a, he's a ma- I was going to say master manipulator but yeah but he, he, he is. is he's a master he does manipulator. he uses his big words to yeah. try and he does. convince you that you know what you're talking about because most people don't know half the stuff he's saying so it's like well we must must be right. I don't yeah, think... Right. It just I actually, people. Yeah. I actually don't think he's that clever. I think he's actually really fucking good at manipulating... Sorry, my language keeps swearing. He's really good at manipulating people, manipulating situations. He's a very good reader of people, of yeah. behaviour, of body language. And he uses that to his advantage because his ego won't allow him to be anything but the most powerful person in the room at any one time. And, like... Honestly, girls, watch the dispatches. I mean, I'm gonna watch, have to it watch, it, yeah. watch it. Watch it. Watch it. I don't know if I can. It makes me so so angry mm. that I actually don't know if I can. And do you know what? Yeah, you're right. Innocent until proven guilty. But I tell you what, there is no smoke without yeah, bloody sure. fire. Yeah. Even YouTube have stopped him from earning anything on their platform now. Wow. They've cut all ad possibilities, so Good. he can still post his videos. I think. I don't know if he can still do that, but I definitely know that he's not able to Everybody's get any advertisement. Everybody's dropped him. Like apparently, oh, yeah, it would but... be a miracle if he works again but it's not the point like what he's got enough money that he can last a lifetime it doesn't matter if he never gets a job again it's like now it's about justice for the women mm, and everyone totally. that you know has ever like been a part of his abuse that's been on the opposite end of his yeah. uh, abuse it's, yeah. it's about them now and and his name being called out for for what it is and look if it all comes out that it was completely wrong or whatever we will do a public apology but it just feels wrong it, there's too much Mm-mm. have a conversation with him let him know your concerns but overall it yeah just make a choice as to whether or not if the answer is yes he's sexist which he's never going to outrightly say then just wonder whether like you've already cut off enough toxic people and yeah sexist people like don't don't do that to yourself also one last thing really go away and assess whether this relationship is actually perfect you keep saying it's a perfect relationship i'm not completely convinced All right, we're moving over to our segment, which is finish that phrase. It's over to you, Elle. Me and Stevie are head to head. It is my go. And part of me is so glad because I get to the point where I'm like, I don't want to play. But then you girls are catching up on me. You are so near behind. So I'm missing the first line because it will give away what the song is. Are you ready? Ready. Just when I thought I said all I can say, Jade. All I can say, just when I thought I said all I can say, Mum. Oh, no, sorry, I put my hand back down. You sure? Yeah, yeah. She can't now put her hand back up. You've got to guess. Do I? <laughs> okay, just when I thought I said all I could say, Mum walked in, just when I thought I said all I could say. Oh, fuck, I know it. No, I can be, oh, right, you can carry on reading. Okay. But oh, I'm going to be gutted if you get this <sighs> now. My chick on the side said she got one on the way. <gasps> oh, that was literally even. I, I literally cannot give you but that was so the same go on do you know but oh well who do you want to go it was literally at exactly the same time this is 
Right, no, because now I feel bad. Go. You're going to say because she already put her hand you, up. Yeah, but you did, but then you couldn't finish it. You went too early. Go for it, Steve. That's the name of the this game. This is Usher okay. Confession. Yes, yes, it is. Can you finish any um, of it? This is my confessions. Just when I said all I had to say, my chick said I got one on the way. This is my confessions. <laughs> yeah. Just when I thought I said all I could say, my she come aside, said so she got one on the way. This is my confession. Do you know where I'm from? And I don't know what to do. Guess we gotta keep part two of my confessions. Yeah. Do you know what? I actually don't know if I really know the words to that song or if I just mumble through it. It's, a, it's such a mumble one. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh no, Stevie is, she might be next to me. Uh, I'm with me now. I <gasps> surely not. Oh, Stevie and Ellie are tying. No! Yes. Stevie and Ellie are tying on 20 oh. points. I am on 16. <laughs> but that's fine. It's only two points behind, technically, if you oh, get two both. two points behind, technically. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions you've got to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok Long Story Short Pod to see what we've been up to there too. We'll be back next Tuesday and don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye! Bye.